Hello, and welcome to The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley. And Tony Tripoli. I am so excited, Dennis. Why? Because I was just online on thecomedycouch at gmail.com. I know. I was on there. mails. And like a handful, like a it's, number of, it's not just. listeners. And they're all like, it's not just Jack and Shane, because we do the recurring yeah. riff that we have two fans. And what they don't understand is that Jack and Shane are the best listeners. But yeah. I like all the other listeners, too. They're to- po- perfectly fine. Do you want to hear my favorite sound in the world? Oh. It's the sound of a Diet Coke opening. Oh, I thought that was when an angel shoots its load. <laughs> Gets its nut. To you, it's the same thing, isn't yeah. it? Oh, it's... In this, no, the Diet Coke's Well, keep better. on drinking, because you're about to get real uncomfortable. I would like to talk about one particular email that we got. Why, Tony? Because it's going to make me uncomfortable. I know, but you know what? I'm not going to say the person's name, because one email was from a listener who... Who's uh, been is, a big champion of yeah, mine. exactly. Which, a big fan. And who really took great care to write an intelligent... You know, uh, email that's just slightly critical, but welcomed. I love this. Right. But the gist, I don't want to give away specifics. I don't want him to feel called out because he said he was going to continue to listen <laughs> to the podcast. He's and, totally going to feel called out. No, but I mean in a negative many... way. I don't want him to feel okay, like, oh, right. and then, he, then Tony it bitched about it. was provocative. Because I actually really, I was really glad to read it. I mean, right. you know, and even though the gist of his email was, um, I think you guys are really funny when you're funny. But then sometimes, you know, you're not we the go, only one in the world a little having dark. a hard day. We can right. get a little dark. But only because we're just talking about stuff. And I think that's interesting because, you know, do the people – now that we have more than just two listeners. <laughs> it's not called the melancholy couch. I know. That's it's true. <laughs> it's true. He's right. I'm, what I'm, I'm not beating the guy It's up. not called I'm the saying, hanging by a thread couch. Well – you know, that's a lot of letters to <laughs> For go a website. on the headline over at the iTunes. That's true. Um, yeah, but, you know, so do people really think that it gets too maudlin sometimes when we, you know, I think we're uh, good at keeping it real. We're funny fellas. Right. But, you know, it's still fucking 2009, people. I know. And it's a... It's no good for anybody I don't but know Rihanna. Anyone... <laughs> and let's look at the year it's she's not... had. She had a little bump in the road. Even Rihanna. <laughs> You know, I, uh, I'm sorry I'm not Lady Gaga. Forgive me. It's so me. funny. I know this person. I work peripherally with this person who's got a ton of money, a, a big heir to a big fortune. Sure. And uh, I got an email from him recently about, you know, what he's up to and whatever. And, you know, the, the dog passed away, but the beach house is going to be in El Decor if you happen to pick it up. And the tone, and I was like... Not so sad about that dog anymore, are you? <laughs> but you know, he's a lovely person. But I'm glad but he has I, a dead dog. You know, if you... <laughs> If you read the whole email or the just the interactions, I'm like, he lives on a different planet. He's not having 2009. God. Yeah. You know, I'm a dog lover, and I'm glad that that dog is dead, dead, dead. If only to teach, you know. You know what that proves to me, Dennis? Right. Sometimes things do happen for a reason. I have been arguing against that for years. That No, it's a random world. Right. Things don't happen for a reason. You're not being punished when a bad thing happens to you. Unless... Your beach home is about to be an El Decor, and then God takes your dog. <laughs> yeah, some things do happen for a reason. Right. I admit when I'm wrong. Right. Um, I have a little post-it of things that I want to talk about. First, I'm thrilled that people are listening to the comedy it's couch. It's so exciting. It really is. And some is. people I've never heard of or don't know, but just like heard of yeah. us talk about it on Derek and And Romain. I love that they're buying Dr. Kiss. They're into the... Which l- you can find at van- vanitymark.com. Such good stuff. And, right. Um, and uh, Clean George, which you can get at cleangeorge.com. I know. So check that stuff out. So I want to talk to you. Did you see The Hangover, the movie The Hangover? I didn't. Okay. I want to bring up something that's in the movie. Okay. 
and get your opinion on it. Because it's a pretty um, funny movie, very entertaining, fresh, kind of new faces, like sure. kind of the comedy of the summer, right? Well, there's one joke where the straight guys pull up to pick up the other guy, and they honk on the horn, and he's in there with his fiance, and they say, paging Dr. Faggot, Dr. Faggot, to the car or whatever. Uh-huh. And I saw it, and I thought, oh, really? Because, like, this is supposed to be the hip new movie of now. Right. And it's kind of cool, and these new faces, and it's a, you know, it's a worn premise, but it's working, and it's really of the moment. Yeah. And they're still had a meeting and said, let's go with faggot. Faggot's still funny. Right. And it didn't hurt me to my core. I mean, we have a pretty thick skin. But it's kind of like, there was a part of me that was like, really? But if you were a doctor and a faggot, it would have really... It would have cut me to the quick. You'd have been crying like it was up. (laughs) (laughs) But there was a part of me that was like, wow, still? And... Hell yeah, still. I guess. No, I I understand your point, though. It is... I mean, if it were Wild Hogs with Tim Allen and right, Travolta, right, right. I would get it. Where but... every joke is old and played out and, and right. war-torn. Right. But if it's going to allegedly be this new kind of... Yeah, it's interesting because what I, one of the things that I love about all the Judd Apatow comedies right. is it's a new take on gayness. Like, right. their new take on straight guys teasing each other for being gay in a way that isn't homophobic. Right. It's just... That they're just saying you're you're so gay that right blank 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 but it's not you have gay sex or you're it's of these other things which I think is is a new spin on it which right. is clever and fun and he he mines a lot of comedy out of straight guys who are clearly love each other as right. friends and love being with each other but can't would never be able to admit that out loud and sort of straight guys inability to sort of express their feelings yeah but um it was just the f word and i guess in the commercial they have the joke and it's paging dr douchebag but somewhere in some meeting they said let's go with faggot for the feature well i'm done with douchebag let me just say that okay. out loud right here on right. the podcast because we fucking killed that as a comedic punchline word in four months. I don't know when, but also I don't know when you were allowed to just say it on TV at, you know, yeah. two in the afternoon. Uh, like, we can say it on our show and, you know, we can't, you know, what is we can't even say Kirstie Alley. I know. But we can say douchebag. Is it a bag that you put an old douche in or is it a bag no. that a douche comes in? Yes, it would be. Uh, I don't know what a douche I, is. I, I really, think or what it actually looks like. before they were probably disposable right. douches, before the good people at Massengill. <laughs> came along right when all women were feeling not so fresh this right. is a long time ago this right. is, i'm really going back i think Remember it was like commercial? it I was roller skates to keep yeah. up with you i think it was like enema bags right where before there were disposable it was just a rubber like a balloon essentially with a tip on it and then you would inflate it and it would right and so i think an enema bag was the same idea where you had or i mean a douchebag was the same idea where you had Women just had their douche kit that they kept in the bathroom hidden, and they filled it with, you know, like vinegar and water or whatever you right. used. So I think that's what it is. I think it's the container that the douche liquid is in. Okay. Because douche nozzle is another punchline that you hear a lot. That I think Oh, pressure. he's such a douche nozzle. Yeah, at least they're updating it. Yeah. At least it's, you know, whatever. Right. I'm so sick of it. I know. Well, I will say The Hangover, I did enjoy it. By but then let's talk about Bruno, because it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, I haven't seen um, it. Today is actually the 5th of July. Mm-hmm. We're still free. That's... Uh, celebrating our freedom and our independence. Right. And uh, But Bruno comes out next weekend. Yes. And the hubbub is already 
really starting with the gays. Is this good for us or is it bad for us? Right. And I don't understand why it has to be either. Uh, yeah, I don't feel like it's... I mean, can't it just be a hilarious, outrageous, R-rated comedy that's all about political incorrectness and, Well, this whole deal is getting people to react to him and sort of expose them for who they are. So there's probably going to be a lot of homophobes that react to Bruno in weird ways. But Bruno's a crazy weirdo. Right. Right. And I, I think one of the things that I've read in some of the commentary is Borat, for his all his buffoonery, was sort of a sincere person. That his goal was sort of to go and meet Pamela Anderson or right. whatever. But whereas Bruno just wants to be famous and fabulous, so he's kind of a he's kind of an asshole. And which are you most likely to meet in your real life? Oh, the, the narcissistic asshole. Well, then, so, you know, there you go. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's what's bothering people. That that could be it. But I'm not. I laughed a bit at, at in. I enjoyed Borat, but I'm I don't like hidden camera punkty things where people are don't know they're being filmed or they don't don't the why candid camera thing. I they make me uncomfortable. I feel I don't know why. I don't always enjoy them in the spirit that they're meant to be taken. I can handle it. What about I when don't it's, love them. But you love to catch a predator. No, I I couldn't watch it. You would sit here and watch the marathon. I would pop in. Make some fun of the sweet tea or whatever, and we could do our famous bit about um, but, the auditioning debate. But I, I didn't enjoy watching them. Really? No. I don't wow. like when somebody's unwittingly... Filmed. I do. I love the hidden camera shows, especially if it's a criminal activity. Like, when they show the cooks peeing in the soup. Yeah, don't like And the it. mechanics not really doing anything in your car and then charging $200. Like, that, yeah. that is so upsetting, And but I love those. Right. More than, like, the hidden camera comedies, because most of them, I think, are pretty lame. But Borat, I freaking loved. I mean, I drank that Kool-Aid in a, in a huge way, and I'm very excited for Bruno. So, yeah, I'm, I probably won't see it right away. I'm going to wait and see what people say. I'm not dying to see well, it. Well, the other big story, of course, is what's, what's happening on Tuesday at the Staples Center. Oh, the Michael Jackson Memorial. Yeah, because since our last podcast, he died. He did die. You know what? He up and died. He up and died. Maybe he saw up and, and died. He, Man, that movie would oh do him God. in. It would of do course it him would. In. I just realized this. Have Michael Jackson up and died. Child. Wow, he up and Here's died. my problem. Pixar killed throw... the King yeah. of Pop. I love Janet Jackson. I like Michael Jackson, some of his songs. I don't think any of them have ever really given us a good ballad. Their ballads are very wimpy. Casio childhood. Yeah. Let's wait a while. Yeah. They never Heal the world. Heal the world. They're all yeah. a little kumbaya, right? Well, they're Jacksons. It's all of a sudden that Jehovah Witness comes right yeah. bubbling to the surface. And it's because even his first, uh, she's out of my life is like really, yeah, it's a sort of a sweet love song, but it's very like, I'm a 14 year old girl. You know what it is? It's sort of like the, um, the lost Debbie Gibson ballads. They're They're all lost in your eyes. Yeah. All Jackson ballads are lost in your eyes. Then at least hers would be an actual piano, whereas the Jacksons (laughs) would be a Casio. Wow. The, it's right. like all the balls that you hear in like Scream or whatever, they, they check out when they do a ballad. And I feel yeah. like there are ballads that have meat on them. It's true. Um, here's what's also interesting about the Jackson coverage is everyone in his life can't seem to 
stop being on TV. Like they're all like that. Nico Brando's on Larry King every day. Yeah. They're all well, sort he knew... of like, oh, he's dead. Get me into makeup. Seems... First of all, these people live in makeup. <laughs> is number one. He knew the craziest assortment of mofos. Just in his, I mean, literally, we now know that the crazy train. Pulled directly into Neverland. Right. And it almost crashed into the hot tamale train, which that, I'm so glad that it didn't. Yeah. That was, but like his, yeah, it, it was, he knew the craziest fucking people yeah. just ever. And they all, fucking Yuri Geller is back. We've got him again. Yeah. And nobody's like, you know what? I'm in a lot of pain. I just need to process this. I'll check in with you in a month. They're all like, what's my call time? Yeah. When do I need to be there? How long am I in? How long am I doing? Really? Only one You, you need 10 minutes? No. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff. Right. But here's the other thing that blew my mind. Bubbles the Chimp is still alive. Yeah. Retired. <laughs> retired. Bubbles the Chimp, the only sane one in the bunch. He got the fuck out. Wow. I'm surprised he's alive, though. He I don't know how long. bullshit on that. With the hyperbolic chamber and the elephant man bones and the 14th nose. And he was like, you know what? You can diddle those kids all you want because I'm getting the fuck out. I'm. How long did do you Chimps know, live? I couldn't believe he was Do you know alive. the story of Ketsia Poivien? No, I don't know what that is, is or where it is. Is it libel or slander when you talk about someone on a podcast? I That's don't know. Slan- libel. Slander is printed, know. right? Okay. No, but one is printed and one is oh, spoken. Um, libel is printed and slander is... Okay, so I'm about to slander someone. Oh, shit. But it's true. And okay. All right. I mean, you know, look, I worked with her. Her name was Ketsia Poivien. And she was, you know, look, all of the story you're about to hear about her being an asshole, mm-hmm. she was also like 21. All right? So we were all assholes at 21. So I'm not saying she still is to this day, wherever right. she is, right? Okay. We were doing... Dick Clark's American Bandstand Live okay. in uh, Tahoe, in okay. Lake Tahoe, at Harvey's Hotel Casino. I don't know who Harvey was. He's friends with Dick Clark. They, we did the fucking show there. What had happened was the lead singer guy um, actually was driving home drunk one night and flipped his car in a snowbank and was going to be out for like two months. Shoot. and. Um, they called me and said, can you literally go to Tahoe tomorrow, learn the show in like a, a day and do the show for two months? And I said, yes, this was, you know, a long, long time ago. So Ketsia Poivien was one of the girls. She was a dancer slash singer in the show. And they all teased her. They had all been doing this show for like six months before I got there. They all teased her about being lazy. It was, here's Ketsia. She's the lazy one. Like it was open. I'm not really telling yeah. tales out of school yet. And so... You know, Ketsia was in the show, and I did my two months, and then I went home. Well, Ketsia went on to do the national tour of Ragtime with my friend Jackie Bain, who I did a cruise ship with. Right. And Jackie Bain played... She's the queen of the funny showbiz stories, She's got great stories, and I'm telling one now. She played Evelyn Nesbitt, the girl in the swing. Right. And Ketsia was in the show, and at that point, Ketsia was notorious for doing the first number, and then coming to the stage manager and saying she was having vocal problems and couldn't finish the show. Because equity rules are such that if you op- if you perform in the first number, then you get paid for the show if you get injured and can't do the show. Whereas if you say before the show, I'm too sick and I can't do the show, it counts as sick pay time off. Okay. Okay. So she 
you know, was not the first person ever, but she was notorious for doing the first number and then saying, I, I, I can't, I don't have any voice. I'm out. I, I'm out. I'm out. I don't have a voice. But wouldn't they still want her on stage filling the chorus? Of course the they chorus? would. They would say, well, can you at least just move Let's your mouth? You because if you leave, it's a reblock. And she was like, I can't. I don't feel good. I'm out. I'm out. And she would leave. Well, this one particular day, they were in whatever city they were in, and already a couple people were out on injuries. Right. And it's the tour. There's no one, there's no more understudies. Right. And so Ketsu comes off stage and goes up, and she goes, I'm out, I'm out. I don't, my voice, I can't, I'm sore, I'm sick, I'm out. And the stage manager's like, you know, Ketsia, come on, we already have whatever it was, right. two people out. If the third person goes out, we're not going to be able to do, we're going to have to cancel the show. We're going to have to yeah. refund all these people's money. I don't know what we're going to do. There won't be enough. And she's, I'm out. I know. I don't have a voice. I'm sorry. I can't. And he goes, Ketsia, think about it. There's a lot of tickets would have to be refunded. This would be really like paperwork, a huge deal. I'm out! <laughs> and then she turns and walks on stage. But the best part is my friend Jackie is on stage and hears from the wings, <laughs> I'm out! While she's on right. stage, makes perfect sense to her. She knows exactly. she's got a full voice. I'm out. That's yes. So, so I'm bringing back. I'm think, out because you think is that what Bubbles the Chimp did? Bubbles was like, I'm out. No, I'm out, Michael. No, Michael, I'm out. I'm just out. stay. Bubbles. I'm out. <laughs> just stay, Bubbles. Go to Bahrain yeah. with me. Uh. <laughs> Bubbles, you love Bahrain. Bubbles, put one of your little chimp fingers in that 14 year old butthole. <laughs> I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> And now Dennis is out. So that's, that's been okay. the podcast. That, that, I'm out for sure. Um, the other thing that's weird about Michael Jackson with me is whenever he would do um, like live concert videos, right. half of it was him and half of it was people um, passing out or dying or needing medical attention. He really got off on seeing his fans, yeah. not cheering for him or lighting candles, but literally going into cardiac arrest. Suffering. Suffering, passing yeah. out. Like there was – Tons of shots of that. It's and I'm true. Sure, yeah, more than, yeah. What um, What is what Tuesday going to be like at the state? And I apologize if I, if me screaming I'm out was really loud in anyone's headphones on a Earbuds. treadmill or anything. Yeah. yeah. I tried to get really, you vouch for me, Dennis. You did I good really, mic tech on I that. turned all the way away from the microphone. Yeah. So I, I apologize if. Well, I think there's probably going to be a lot of foam number ones, like at any state <laughs> that say "Yay Lakers" and then have just been crossed out with a sharpie, and, and say, "Oh, sorry, Michael. Oh, he's up there. He's up there with the foam um, yeah. fingers up in the sky." The one insightful thing that I saw on all the coverage is Dr. Drew, who is on every show, mm-hmm. must never sleep, but he's always on it, knows his stuff. I really and like has him. time to get to the gym. And I love, I love him. I think he's great. But he pointed out that famous people and and poor people get the worst medical care. Like, famous people get worse medical care than just normal people with decent insurance because they insist on having something special. They can't just take what normal people would get in any given injury. They have to write it out. Right. They have to be special because they're used to everything being special. And so as a result, they sometimes get sub par medical care worse medical care than you or I would get with decent insurance I yeah, find I that interesting that. no because money corrupts everything yes and, and because they can't will... live with the idea of you're just getting the best care that we normally get right oh but no I'm the king of pop give well, me no, the but also, tranquilizer there's that I have to sing 
tomorrow night. Yeah. I can't wait this out four or five days to feel better. Mm-hmm. I have to be singing tomorrow. So I have to have a cortisone shot so that my vocal cord, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're living, taking these really extreme, strong medicines. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. That is... What about Janet showing up at the BET Awards? In the middle of her disappearance, because you know, when between albums, Janet disappears. Yeah, she likes to go to an island and she, yeah, her way. Them Jacksons don't hear from her. She gets a tattoo, maybe or whatever, and puts on forty or ninety pounds. Probably gets her hair braided, drops it, lays in a hammock. Yeah, at least her appearance was understated. She didn't. You know, she didn't try to plug her album. She or was anything. sucking it in, Dennis. Like jo- <laughs> she. That was that's yeah. how. That's why she was brief. She wore white. That takes yeah no that's true but um I I was um at Eat Well having a turkey burger which is one of my favorite turkey burgers in town right after and they were playing all the Michael Jackson songs and I was like oh, I like that song I like that's a good one whatever and then they played Black Cat uh-huh. by Janet and I went <gasps> it kind of caught like yeah that's that's what? his best song oh oh it's not him <laughs> it's her like that's the song that I have an emotional visceral connection to because I may have done a chair dance Possibly. to it on a cruise ship that I choreographed myself <laughs> with a dancer named Monica. Uh, so anyways, like, but Janet would be Now I'm out. Thing. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Oh! <laughs> oh, what else do I write down here? I saw Public Enemies, and it's not good. Wow, you're just getting that in right under the wire. It's not Trying good. to wrap things up, and then you're throwing Public Enemies. I just want to go on the record as saying it's not, it doesn't work. I like Johnny um, Depp. It's just not compelling it's not dramatic i don't know it's and it's it's sad when a really great filmmaker and all these great people come together and it's just mm. for me it was not something that i was excited to see so unless i heard that it was amazing Mm. i wouldn't have gone amazing like the movie you were telling me about last night at dinner hurt locker which sounds amazing and which i then read uh about also i hear that it's just great it's really good it's really um well directed the actor that played Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeff- Jeremy yeah. Renner's in it. He's really uh, charismatic and good, and it's just um, really solid. Good. Although, excuse me, when you see it, I have a question for you about it, because my friend and I that I saw it with were confused about one thing. Okay. So, there's that. You know I'm probably not going to see it, right? Well, you might okay. see it if well, so your lady sells it Just to so you. we're clear. I went and saw Betty yesterday. And? And I bought 20 movies. For I bought up! I bought up. Oh, man. Now, it's not going to be... We're not watching it in this household. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for my niece, Matea, because right. you're... You know, it's never too soon to see your life as a huge failure. Um, but don't you... I Why... In what way? With Up? Because they were part of a couple that... Yeah. I mean, that movie them. is all about that... Look, I'm going to turn 40 this December. Right. And if you had asked me... At age 10 or 15 or 20, what 40 was going to be, I would have been married for many, many years, you know, to a man. I would have had adopted a couple of kids and you know what I mean? Like, and even at 20, at 25 and at 30, I would have said that. And the fact that now 40 is going to roll around and I'm actually not going to have any of those things is... I apologize. My apologies to the listener that wrote the email, <laughs> but it's a huge fucking bummer. I'm out. <laughs> no, but it's really and look. I mean, it's 2009 for everybody. I know I'm not the only one right. at this particular picnic, but you know, I'm doing the fucking Match.com 
hardcore. I like that you call them Match.Coffees. That's what they get. They get a Match.Coffee. You get... Do you ever get... Do you ever have Match.Sex? You get two... You get two emails, and then we go to coffee. And if you want to continue emailing, blah, 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 well, that's fine by me. I'm not, I'm not playing that game. Right. We you... need to get to the coffee, the face-to-face, to see if there's any kind of chemistry, right. that magical right. you know, thing that you just can't quantify. And if there's something, then we can talk, and then I want to hear about your fucking life. But until then, we need to just get to the meeting and right. see that it's I probably agree. not going to be there. For any two people on the planet, it's just probably not going to be yeah. there. So, you know, and it's – but yeah, I've had um, sex with only one of the Match.com people, and that was, you know, tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so this is the Afterglow? Part of Afterglow? This podcast is my Afterglow, yeah. Wow. What is that? How fucking sad is that? Why? That I sh- Well, I should have come home dancing on a cloud – and instead, I'm you know. You said you had a good date. I yeah, just didn't no, know. it was great. It was no, okay. it was great, and I I like him very much. And I'm you know I'm sure by the next podcast you will have disappointed me tremendously. <laughs> well, there's there's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. Well, I started going to a career coach this week. That is a very exciting. I know. I loved it. I really love it. And I, do you do you have an, an anecdote? Um, Something you want to share? To well, the... I do like this. She's very. Down to earth. She's not flowery or secrety or right. we didn't talk about the universe or whatever, but she's got an upbeat thing, but she's not she, when God, when But she told you that the, the universe closes. is against you, right? She did at least own up to that. That was um implied. It's on her cards. No. The door um, hanger. No, but she she but I I thought she was um savvy and um I liked her a lot. I and she and we both loved Tim Russert. We, I don't know how that came up. <laughs> oh my god! We were both devastated that yeah? he's not with us anymore. A year ago? Yes. Okay. It lingers, Tony. Oh my god! When Speaking you watch David Gregory people... on Meet the Press, yeah. you're like, "Well, you're no Tim Russert." Um, I got a text at five, uh, like quarter after five today, from our friend Tom, who said, "I'm at Runyon Canyon. So is Anderson Cooper." Really? The coop. yeah. Yeah, and he said that his skin is so white and glistening, it he sparkles like a vampire. Did he have any kind of umbrella? Well, no, he had the sexy Latino guy that was in the pictures with him right. from online this week with the bicycle. Oh, I didn't know that. I so didn't know about that. his New York lover right. also was his here. Pastry chef. Okay, was also <laughs> here in um, nice in Los Angeles with him. What about that amazing clip you guys showed on the dish? It was really hilarious. Break it down. Anderson the, Cooper the stood in stood in for um, what's his name Regis, and he and Kelly Ripa were doing some dessert segment, and the dessert lady said, "Here, take this can of whipped cream and spray some whipped cream on this cupcake or whatever." And he held the metal canister in his hand, and then nipple pointing upward, and then flipped it downward and just shook the can like. As if to shake it out like it was a giant pepper shaker or something. Yeah. And it's this moment where you realize on live television, he's never held a can of whipped cream in his hand and doesn't know how it works and what the nipple is for. So the woman goes, no, you have to push this thing, the the little lever. And he's like, oh, okay. Then he tries to squirt some in his mouth, but he has the can right side up again and just gives himself nitrous. And he's like, it doesn't work. And Kelly Ripa has to flip it upside down and shoot the whipped cream into his mouth. And it's adorable. How he acts like no one's ever shot cream into his mouth before. I know. That was really charming. Yeah. But 
it's really like this revealing moment of, again, the wealthy Gloria Vanderbilt is my mom. His whipped cream came on a silver thing where <laughs> you lifted it up and it was just a bowl. Under a dome. Yeah. <laughs> Under a dome. Yeah. But yeah, so. Right? Watch him with a Slurpee machine someday. That's another. But you know what? When you grow up raised with, a, you know, a staff of ethnic servants, look who he's dating. I know. The hot, swarthy Latina gentleman. So. There you go. I guess, Miss Gloria Vanderbilt, uh, you win some, you lose some. That's right. That, I we need to wrap this up. I know. We're out. Um, give We're it up for Va- out. Our sponsors, VanityMark.com. Check them out. Yeah, and uh, CleanGeorge.com. And we'll we'll catch you next time. Email us at uh, thecomedycouch at gmail.com. Yes, thecomedycouch right. at gmail.com. And you can also find us at tonytripoli.com or dennishensley.com. Right. And uh, there might not be music to play us out today. Is that right? Well, I'm having some issues with the music, you may have noticed in the last few podcasts. But we'll I'll try to get it going. All right. So if okay. we abruptly end silently, yeah. just, you know, ding, 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 dong, ding, ding, dong, ding, 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 dong, 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 dong. Goodbye!